we're going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Thank you very much for once again tuning in. Today is March 2nd. We're almost there. Summer's around the corner. Shirts off. Beaches. Not really sure what else you do in summer. Baseball. Harassing the Astros, whatever you want to do. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to a lower Sackfold native, Gord Dwyer, who will be refing his 1000th NHL game on Saturday. Uh, that's a huge accomplishment. We have love for the referees here at the high button. Uh, Dudes is actually a ref himself, if you don't know by now. Uh, and we always talk about how important these refs are to every game, not just hockey, but but all facets of uh, of every sport. So congrats, Gord, if you're listening. That's a, an amazing accomplishment when you're home in the summer. We'd love to have you on the podcast and we could talk about... Uh, well, a thousand games in the NHL. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have a couple stories in the bank there, and uh, and we'd love to hear them. So yeah, congrats once again. Um, today on the podcast, myself and dudes. We I like it just me and dudes right now talking uh, about the company and about sports in and around the Maritimes, things that we're doing. I always stress the fact that whatever we're doing here at High Button Sports, I want to keep you the fans intrigued and and up to date on what we're doing. Um, and I guess who better knows? Uh, who better? to know what's going on in the company than myself and dudes. So we're just going to keep rolling with that for the time being. Don't get me wrong. We're going to have guests on. Like we have Chris Larson uh, coming on, I think, uh, two days from now, three days from now, um, who's going to be talking about uh, the U Sports Men's National Hockey Championship that's going to be here March 12th to 15th. So we got Chris coming on. We're going we're gonna to have guests on, but there's nothing wrong with just having uh, myself and dudes here, uh, you know, shooting the shit, shooting... I can't even sound cool when I try to swear. Shooting the shit. Uh, we're going to shoot the shit, me and dudes. And then we'll see where it takes us. So anyways, this is the High Button Podcast. I am your host, Justin Belanger. Dudes is going to be with me. Matthew Dudelay is his actual name. And uh, yeah, here we go. Okay, dudes. Actually, give me a test test in your mic again. Test test. Yeah, we're good to go. Obviously. Um, I'm bad. I'm so used to just saying, hey, everybody, give me a test test. Like, when I go give me a test test, I don't even look at the waves go up and down. I just, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not actually looking. I just say it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's part, how much I, that's, how, that's how much I say it. Just like that video I made, Justin, high button. Justin, we're here at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's just. <laughs> the very start of the video, you're like, high button. Dude's behind the camera. I'm Justin. Let's go. Well, at the end of the day, our job is to, my job. Your job too is to produce words, and there's only so many words out there. So, like, I'll be sitting there in front of the camera, even on this podcast during the intro, and I'll be out of words, and I'll just start saying words, and hopefully they make sense. And there's only so many words out there, is there? Yeah, there's only so many words you can say. You don't even know half them yet. I guess that's maybe what you meant. That's the exciting part. I'm not. I'm not popping my cherry here early. I still got uh, tons of words to learn. Oh, you got all kinds. I'm excited. Uh, you always say stuff dumb. Have you? Has he replied to you? Yeah. yeah. During the playoffs, man, you gotta let the, the fellas do their thing. You know. That's a whole another avenue that I'm excited for is uh, these young kids during the summer to come work for us. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like. Um, don't name drop. Yeah, I'm not name dropping, but like, there's there's just resumes coming in for the summer to be to want to internship with us. So I guess we we could say that. Like, it's it, cool it, though. It's funny to me, but it's oh, it's hilarious. You know what I mean? It's just like, 
It's just like if you didn't have a company and we were just hanging out all the time and these people were sending you resumes because we were just fucking around. They thought we were a company. Yeah. That, that it would be ten- that's kind of how it is in my head yeah right because for us it's fun like i enjoy doing this so it never really feels like yeah a, the grind and i gotta oh i gotta get up and go do this for fuck's sakes you know so it's just funny they're like you're like i got a resume today and i'm like what what like I'll how try- do you how do you do you know what's good on a resume do you know what i mean what do you, what no do you idea. look for that's what i mean well when i look at a resume i just try to look for the lies because like when i write a, a resume a good percent of it well when i used to write resumes <laughs> I'd say 75% of it was a chunk of lies. That's funny. So when I look at a resume, I'm like, there's no way he did that. There's no way that's (laughs) happening. No way. The funny thing about the resumes is that they put references with the resumes. That would be fun. I'd love to call them. But here's the thing. When I'm calling these people, there's a part of me that's like nervous. that Like I'm trying out for the job. Like I'm calling (laughs) these people. I'm like, hey, is is Billy Bob what he says he is? Like, is he a good guy? (laughs) And there's a part of me that's like when I call and like it's ringing, like I feel like I'm applying for a job with them. You're right nervous. Like I don't think of myself as a superior. A, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm nervous to talk to That's the other. I mean. That's why it's funny. It's yeah. All I guess those so. things wrapped into it. Right. <laughs> and also it's like, kind of like what I never really, that's not just not something that crosses your mind when you start doing this. Right. Like I wonder if anybody's going to apply to us. Never crossed my mind until the first resume came in. I always say, not always say, what am I saying? I always say, I think that, when people have a business plan and they go through it and they say, I stick to my business plan. I wrote it down when we started and, and it happened. I think that's bullshit. Like I, <laughs> nothing I'm, ever changed. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> as we start this company, things change on a daily basis. Yeah. Like a plan doesn't work out and then we just rebuttal from it and then move on to the other thing. If I sat down three years ago, wrote out a plan of how this was going to work. Dude, the, what are you talking about? How we started. What? It, think of what we started this what like you started it a few years ago but like we really started hustling on it within the last two years yeah and it was the high button now it's high button sports. and then one day i woke up and i looked and i'm like high button sports what the fuck yeah I'm like do we have two companies now well we just switched it but like all the things we thought okay we're gonna do this and then we tried something new like the mic'd up and then all of a sudden that was the thing right yeah. and now all these things just make the one big component of who we are yeah but we always thought oh we're a podcast and you know, we were doing interviews and podcasts. It was pretty much it, right? Yeah. Just at events. And then it started out and now we're doing highlights and, yeah. you know what I mean? Miking people up and doing behind the scenes and all this shit that we just kept changing on yeah. the fly because that's what it is. I guess there's so many avenues that we can go to and that's why maybe other jobs aren't like that, but it's just like our companies. Yeah. But I, you're right. I believe in like goals. Like we have like a goal to do this, but I don't believe in like a, a, a an actual recipe to get to where we want to go. There's like, you know, like there's, there's no actual way to get there. I have a there. hard time following recipes anyway. I've never followed a recipe. Eh, I'm not going to get into that now. Well, the one, the fucking recipe on the craft dinner box, one boil water, two <laughs> put noodles in isn't a recipe technically. So how, if you had to guess, how many times do you think in your life you've made craft dinner? Just guess, like actually sit there and think about it. Just don't throw out a number. Like try to do the math on it. Like from the time you were born to now, how many boxes of craft dinner do you think you've made? Don't be ashamed either. Like that's a, like if you're bit. over like a thousand, like that's a over a thing. thousand. I've I've probably had over a thousand in like the last three years. No, buddy. Yes. Okay. The so thing then, is, I when I eat craft dinner, I usually make two boxes because it's never just me. Yeah. So I have one box for me and one box for whoever else. I will give this to you. I'm still not letting you off the hook. You still have to give me a number. But whenever you do make craft dinner, it is a little bit better than the average Joe. Like you put a little bit of water in somehow, and then you put a little bit of pepper in. Or you, you oh, do, me? Yeah, you. You, yeah, you put yeah. a little bit of something in that makes it a little bit like creamier. That's all, all like, I use is butter and, and water. 
You don't use milk. No. Oh, that's the thing. And sometimes I don't even use butter, depending on how I'm feeling. Or if there is no butter, which happened to me more times than not. No butter? No butter. So you just put a little bit of water in. You just make sure when you put, don't put too much in, right? And when you put it back on the burner, the water's going to condensate. So it's not going to be as full as it was. And that allows the fucking flavor to go into the noodles. That's the Fairview science. When I lived on my own, since you're 17, 18 years old, man, you're not, I, don't, I never had fucking butter all the time. So how many boxes? Probably 20 grand at least. No. At least, man. Back in the day, that shit was cheap. It, it still like, is. It, I know it's cheap now, but it was like 50 cents a box when I was living on my own at the start, like 10, 15 years ago. Wow. And now it's like dollar, or almost two bucks a box. Bagel and cream cheese at Tim's used to be 50 cents. Now no. Like, yes. When? 75 cents. Back when I worked at Kent... Really? Been in high school, so like 2009, 2010. <laughs> I remember I'd have like a dollar in my pocket. Did you work in the lumber yard? I did, yeah. I worked there with Stevie Shea. Just can't imagine you grinding lumber around the. Oh, the st- yard. do you want to hear some. Oh, okay, I'll, I got a ton of stories from the lumber yard, but I'll tell you one. So, yeah, second, third week in there. <laughs> I'm dying already. So many of my buddies worked there. Oh. Anyways. So, like, third week in there. You know, I'm. You know what I would. You know what I excelled at in that lumberyard was hiding. No doubt. That's what I, I was I gonna had say. The, I had the best hiding spots. No one could find me. And if someone did find me, I just lifted up a piece of wood to pretend like I was working. That easy. So piece cake. One day, you know, three weeks in, some guy he gets lucky. He finds me. I'm not doing anything. He goes, "Hey, buddy, you mind helping me?" I go, "Yeah, of course. What can What can I help you with, sir?" He goes, you know, I just need a couple two by fours, put them in the back of the trunk here. There's probably like 22 by four. So he points them out. So like, I'm not looking around for the certain two by four. Like he points them out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sweet man. Yeah, no problem. He has like a brand new <laughs> F-150 red. And this guy, I'm not saying this guy's a hillbilly, but he's a little bit of a redneck. He's, he's, he's a little, you know. Was he wearing a plaid coat? No, he was wearing like a motor, motocross. I remember he was wearing like a motocross black t-shirt. Yeah, rubber boots on? No. Big old beer gut, bald. Just... <laughs> Just the man's man. <laughs> so like, it's probably like 25 pieces of wood in his, in his pickup truck. But you know, like on a pickup truck, how there's a window yeah. right above the, the trunk area or the, mm-hmm. do I call it trunk? Yeah, it's the cab. The, the cab. Or whatever, so the, like bucket, the bucket, I think. So I'm putting like the third <laughs> last piece in and I just kind of, I'm, I'm, t- I'm kind of tired. I get a little lazy with it and I chuck this one in. But as I chuck it, I chuck <laughs> it up a little bit too high. Boom, right through the window. Right through the window of the back of the guy's truck. So I'm just sitting there and I look at all like, because it's a bang, it's a pop, the whole yard heard. And I just remember sitting there and I was going to Europe like a week after that. I didn't even tell anyone that I was going to quit. I was just going to leave. So I remember after that day, I was just, I just never came back. I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm going to go. I finished, I finished the shift, but yeah, you got to. And I remember the guy creamed me out. He goes, you are, you really are an reamed idiot. You out. Reamed me out. Reamed. Reamed. He reamed me out. He's like, you really are an idiot, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, I got 30 points of junior last year. So. Or I guess <laughs> it, it was high school. 11 bucks an hour. Yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> I don't even care. But I no, can't pay for that, by the way, sir. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm quitting today. So. I, I don't know how that, uh, that whole situation ended out. Cause I just, I just walked away from it. Cause you were in Europe. That is true, but I'm assuming Kent has insurance. Like that, yeah, oh yeah, know, like that's I'm not sh- the first time that's happened. It won't be the last. Something's probably happened. I just, anyways, I just remember sitting there, just look. You know, when you're in that high school phase and you're moving on to university, or I guess whatever. You know that age of life, and you're just you don't care about any consequence at all. So I remember it happening. <laughs> I felt bad for like thirty seconds, and so I was like, all right, well, yeah, like, oh, sorry about that, man. Fuck it. But imagine if that happened to you now. 
Like if you no, if you own the truck and some oh. punk punk eighteen sixteen year old kid <laughs> threw a two by four through your back brand new F one fifty. Oh my god. Oh yeah. There will be some fireworks for sure. I would be wild. But yeah, but yeah, you're right. There that is the time in your life where you you don't give a shit about consequence and stuff. And I think for me though, those years lasted a little longer. Never ever got in serious trouble, but my give a fuck level was definitely a lot lower. Yeah, as long as you find it eventually down the road. We haven't talked about sports once yet, dudes. Shit. Um, I'm going to let you take this one because you are a referee, but uh, Gord Dwyer, uh, a referee in the NHL, is about to ref his thousandth game in the NHL this Saturday. From Sackville? From Lower Sackville. Um, That's crazy. Think about he, that, a thousand games. Think about uh, like a player hitting a thousand games and how big of like how big of a grind that is to get there and how big of a ceremony they have. And like, you know what I mean? A thousand games is a long, how many games in a season? 82? 82, yeah. So you'd have to play like, that's like 10 seasons plus at least in the NHL. Cause don't think like, you don't just get in the NHL and automatically stay. You've seen in playoffs and stuff like that before when the refs fuck off or they make a bad call or something like that happens, something controversial <coughs> happens, they'll switch the crew up. You know what I mean? And then that crew doesn't do games anymore. So for him to play, it's been more than 10 years. It has to have been. I have no idea. Because that means you'd still have to ref. You'd have to ref every game. So, yeah, it's way more than 10 years. Now that I broke it down in my head, I'm like, well, he, there's no way he did all 82 games. You're trying to add up craft dinner boxes, ref games. Yeah, you're you're trying to add it here. up. But that's crazy. And a lot of people probably don't know that Gord Dwyer's from Lower Sackville, right? I'm not going to lie. I found out this morning. There's a couple other refs that are from around here, too. There are, yeah. I but don't know their a thousand names. games, man. Like, who who just hit the thousand game mark? In the, like, a thousand of anything. Like Marlowe? did he just hit? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he's up there. He, he I think he's and like he's how old's he? 42, 41. And refs, man. Now that I ref, I understand how tough it actually is. Because when I first started, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be fucking easy. Hmm. I played hockey all my life. I know the rules because I've had every penalty, had every suspension. You know what I mean? Every write up. But yeah. I just you never think about it. You never it never comes with you after. Like, what did I get tonight hooking in a yeah. Hans Borsen like? Yeah. Oh, man, that's good for him. That's the phys- sick. The physicality of being a ref. Well, obviously, it's a little different from being a hockey player, but it probably wears on you somewhat similar- similarly. Yeah, like, definitely, is man. It, uh, Games on the road, and that's you're always away. Like, you wouldn't have a home burn. I that's true. Think. I never thought of that. Like, you might live in Toronto and get to do Toronto games, but but you still have to go everywhere else. But still, you're a ref. Like you're not. Ne- like no one ever has welcomed a ref into a rink. Like you're a ref. No, they probably. Yeah, you never see video clips on the internet of the refs coming in their building in their suits. Like, they get the fent the mention at the start of the game officiating tonight's game. That and what was the other thing I was just gonna say was um. <clears throat> fuck, I can't remember because you. What? I'm just trying to think. Oh, back in the day, they didn't have the two man system. Oh not, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, like that's a new ish thing. I know for minor hockey, at least, like in Midget House, you have two refs now. When they got so think about how yeah. much skating that is for you to get to net to net in the NHL. You'd have to be in some crazy ass shape, and that's probably how it was when he started. I don't think it was always two man. Because do you remember there was a rule in the NHL where you weren't allowed to pass the puck over two lines? Yes. one of the stupidest rules. Two line pass. Two line pass, but they got rid of that rule, and then that's when they implemented two refs. You think? Because that was the same. I'm, pr- I'm, I'm almost positive that's when they implemented it because when you can pass over three lines you can't let's say you're at the far blue line then you got to be at the other far blue yeah, line Yeah, so you're down where the play is in the corner as exactly. the ref and then buddy rips a fucking pass up to the far blue and goes in on a breakaway hey, yeah. you're not there no 
and the, but the, the rule was the line's been covered. So if you actually look at videos from back in the day, I bet you there is, like the ref's not there, like you said, <clears throat> yeah. pass. And the linesman has to come in and see if it's a goal. One of the coolest things, like I understand the world's changing, hockey's changing, everything's changing. One thing I wish that never changed was refs didn't have to wear helmets. Yeah, that'd be bad. That, like, that's the one thing I just kind of wish kind of stuck around and no one really got upset about was the refs just got to go with no Bucky out there. I don't think any of them would do it. Yeah, you never Our know. Our man Gordy probably you know, would. Yeah, maybe. And you, you know one thing I hope they also get never get rid of, which will probably be within the next three, five years, uh, no Bucky and warm-up. Like, it's just a matter of time before that's Somebody gone. gets hit or it's, something. Yeah. It's just a matter of Somebody's time. Somebody's going to get offended over it. Somebody. Yeah. Well, like, it happened to Hall a couple a couple years ago. He fell in. He was playing. Uh, Taylor Hall? Yeah, Taylor Hall. It happened. What hasn't in, happened to him? It happened in Edmonton. Yeah. And he got a huge slice down his nose. But this was back in, like, 2010, maybe, where people, or it wasn't that much of a big of a deal. But if something like that happened that's now. That's a dream, man. As a hockey player growing up, that's all I wanted to do was go no bucket and warm up. Alds did it in the. In beer league. Beer league. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of all, I see his parents today. But anyways. Um, yeah, no Bucky's the dream. Imagine just going straight Craig McTavish as the ref out there. But the game's faster. You can see them all the time scrambling to get out of the way. They get drilled all the time. Lines get hit into the benches. Like, because sometimes you have no choice but to stay on your ground and just hope for the best. Even in fucking Bantam B. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get caught in a weird spot. Yeah. It's either slow the play down and sewer the team or, or get drilled for a sec. I was like, yeah. It's an interesting position. It's uh, it's an in- not position. It's an interesting career. Great career, but so much to learn. So much to adapt. Adapt with. to. So much to absorb. Like, think of all co- the new rules they have to learn. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, if you're a ref and junior compared to the NHL, I wonder if there's that big difference of things that you need to almost let go. Like when I'm up in the the press box with Millsy, he refs lacrosse around here. But then when he watches refs in the NLL, he's like, they're not calling that. No, yeah, there's certain there's a there's a leniency to the game when you get to the pros, right? And I bet you have to just shut up and pay attention to everything that's going on around. Because you, you got to think the intensity of the game is so much more when there's money and shit on the line. Yeah. So like those little chintzy slashes in beer league aren't penalties. In hockey, unless it's on the hands, right? Yeah. Like the quick hooks and like the wax at the shin pads and stuff like that. None of that shit's a penalty anymore. Yeah. Unless you get it on the hands. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Think about uh, Dwyer. He would have had to start in a generation of hockey because he would probably ref in, I wish I knew, like 30 Uh, years. Like the early 90s, maybe? Yeah, that's what I mean. So all that kind of hockey compared to today's hockey, all the rule changes, all everything that needs to be, like that they changed over the years. Like you said, the two-line pass. The shooting the play out of, or the puck out of play rule, the new face-off rule where you get a warning and then if you get kicked out again, it's a penalty. And then you get the challenges when you when and when you can't. They have to go to the timekeeper's box to go to Toronto over goalie interference. Yeah. And like, think of all the shit. All the shit that I just rambled off to you, not in order at all, was yeah. something that what you would have had to learn as you I went. I picked up maybe a, a word of that. Yeah, goalie interference probably. Um, <laughs> that would be a great podcast this summer. Like that, you can't tell me that's not a doable interview this summer. Yeah, if somebody has any contact with him, Lower Sackville, guaranteed Dylan King knows him, <laughs> guaranteed. We got yeah, he'd be, that would be a great conversation, man. I definitely love to have him on. That would be a great interview for you. Like I bet you would just have a zillion questions. Oh yeah, man. That'd be definitely. Cool. That's what I just said. Oh, did That'd you? Be sick, yeah. My bad. Uh, U Sports Men's Championship coming up March twelfth to fifteenth here that's at soon the Scotiabank Center gonna be sick if you looked at the crowds from the men's basketball men's and women's basketball this past weekend you're just hoping that 
Jesus, it'll double for hockey. Like they had a great crowd down there for basketball for AUS, men's and women's. Did so, they? Oh, great! Like, they, they sold out the no, but it was all over social media. I'd say the lower bowl was pretty much sold out for. That's sweet. Like the round That's robin all you can games. Hope. If it does that for basketball, I'm not saying obviously hockey is a little more popular around here than basketball, but that's unreal. You want Smew to get in though. Like Smew plays Moncton starting today. It's like you need that local team in there. It's like it's going to be Acadia. It'll be UNB. Yeah, Acadia is local though ish. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. But that's the thing. A lot of the guys on the team aren't really from here. True. But I guess their parents will fly in. You would hope. Yeah. It's a national championship. But nonetheless, even if Smew doesn't go, Moncton will be there. But I don't know. I just feel a lot of people obviously are pulling for Smew around here. Well, they've always be... been one of the top dogs in the men's hockey world, right? Yeah. Our boy Matty Welsh there is heading there. So we'll oh, see the win, too, right? yeah. His brother will be there, too. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. His brother's having a sick year. I'm pretty sure he was an all-star. Was yeah, he was, yeah. He went there. Fucking the hockey genes in that family. It's great being at that practice. Like I went to the practice um yesterday morning and I remember saying this when we went to watch the Max at Atlantics uh two years ago or last year, sorry. Just how calm and just, you know, the the boys are just playing a game, but yet when they go on the ice they give it all. Yeah. So when I was at practice yesterday, like you kinda you see the intensity during the drills, but as soon as Steiny blows the whistle for the drill to be done boys are just having a good time laughing making fun of each other yeah hey great pass like and it, it just it takes you back to when you used to play and, and and how you would do anything for your teammates but at the same time you're not at the rink unless you're having fun it, like that's all they cared about was having fun and yeah. working hard and they got one of the like biggest that. games of the year today like yesterday so yeah today yeah that's probably such a release for university players man you know like oh I feel, how many buddies do you have that went through university and they're always doing midterms seem to always be at the worst times like yeah, yeah. they always got assignments due and oh i gotta go study and all this shit and obviously we never went i went to a media <sighs> course at nscc there was no crazy assignments Stress, and man. shit like that right but so, like, for them to go back on the ice, it's the same with when you're a kid, man. When you're at school, what, what do you look forward to most? Going, yeah. Getting on the ice with the boys, right? Yeah. And girls or whatever. Yeah. Specifically the men's team in this scenario, though. Don't want to yeah. offend anybody. Well, that's the thing. We're, <laughs> we worked. Well, here's how those. We didn't even really plan on working with the women's team. Yeah. Yesterday, but as soon as the practice was over for the guys, Mike Fines came up to me. He's like, hey, you know, like, the SMU women's team are the first team, like, the best team in the nation right yeah, now. Yeah, they're number one. Number one. And I, I thought I heard you say something about it, but yeah, I, did. Like, I told you the other day. Yeah, in one in one year out the other, and it's like everything else. And then finds he was like, man, you got to mic up someone from the team. Like no one's doing Fuck that. Yeah. No one's ever done that before. They're the best team in the country. You got to do that. I was like, all right, make it happen. We like girls sports, fucking right. Yeah, so Let's do it. The Mary McDonald from the women's Smew hockey team because the the rooms are connected. The men's and the guys, yeah. or the the men's and the women. Sorry. And then she just came over to the guy side. I put the mic on her. She went out there. And then as soon as uh, the girls like got word that she had a mic on, holy shit. They were just reaming her. Were they? Just, well, they, 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 they tripped, tripped her. her. Yeah, that was amazing. I remember watching, watching that. I was like, times. man, like you could have hurt your knee doing that. <laughs> and like they, I, I cut out some parts where they're, like, they're shooting pucks at her. And, like, it was, I don't know. It was funny, man. The video was unreal, I thought. It was a good time. You never know. Like sometimes we'll do it, and we're like, "Oh man, this guy's gonna be hilarious." And then you have the mic on for a while, and there's you know there's not a whole lot going on, right? So it's yeah. like you don't you never know what the person's gonna be like. Well, we've done it to the point where we know exactly almost how it goes most of the time. It's when Start they slow. when they get the mic on, they're nervous. They're thinking about it. Yeah. They don't talk too much. They try to be funny when they're not that funny. Yeah. And yeah. then fifteen minutes goes by. 
and then they completely forget about it and then bada boom bada bing they're off to the races exactly. they're, they're talking about time. like going to cafes and like different movies that yeah. are playing and shit they're just random ass conversations so that's the best stuff though oh absolutely that's what we want like when, when, we I'm, do e- when I'm editing it like i rarely keep the, the parts in where they're actually playing games like no. or when they're doing drills like it's when no, they're at the back of yeah, the line you're, you're focused no one's chit-chatting <laughs> while they're in on a two-on-one yeah like, hey, I wonder what the, the farmer's market has this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So another kind of funny story. about So um, so essentially how we mic people up is it kind of sucks. We It's a transmitter-receiver. The transmitter is on the actual person. The receiver is on our camera. So that's how we do the whole mic'd up thing. So when we put the transmitter on the, the, the hockey player, we have to use like shinny tape and wrap it around their cup and their, their like stomach. It's, it's not awkward, but it's just... It's a nuisance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you have to go get shin pad tape half the time. And yeah. You have so, to tape it to their body. So, like some of the guys don't wear undershirts. Yeah. You're taping it right to their fucking hair. It's, it's not. It's just not fun. Yeah. So Mike Fines, the head equipment manager for the St. Mary's men's hockey team, saw us. And women's? Uh, and women's. I don't know. I don't know if he is a women's too. Really? He might be. I don't know. Uh, anyways. So essentially, he we were in the room yesterday, and then we were trying to put the mic on Mary, which was yeah, I won't say. It was just kind of awkward because I was like, lift your shirt up, put this around. I don't know. I just wasn't it just doesn't. If somebody could have walked in at the wrong time. Yeah, if someone walked <laughs> yeah. in on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, oh. so Mike saw this and he's like, okay, we got to come up with a better system, boys. So I go out and start actually doing the video for the girls' team. So I'm out there on the bench. And then by the time the practice is over and I come back in the room, he has this like, it's hard to explain, but stretchy Velcro belt. It's that like a strap. It's, I think it's, it looks more like for like tension around your, your like core area when you're yeah. working out and stuff like that. I don't know. So essentially the tape is gone and we just wrap this around the people that we mic up now. It takes two seconds. They can do it themselves. Yeah, they can do it themselves. We don't even have to touch them now. So it, it's, it's done. But Mike, if you're listening, that's a huge help for us, buddy. We appreciate that. It's the small things, right? Oh my God. It's like incredible. Like, and if you didn't know, Fines, he Blanche fucking stresses so hard about those small little things too it's well, hilarious the, de- the details man yeah you're like how oh, are we gonna get this on i don't know if i want to we need shin pad tape we gotta go get shin pad tape man i forgot the shin pad tape in the car it just ruins your day but yeah you saved it that thing is unreal question if we were ever in the position to hire someone like you know those little things you just said i had to worry about yeah if we were hiring someone what would their position be in order to worry about that stuff so i don't have to worry about it just like an assistant like a yeah, I guess. Like a, I don't like even a, know. Like an office manager? Like a assistant would assistant. probably be. I'm basing an assistant on like shows like fucking Entourage and stuff like that where they just nitty gritty for you. Oh, like Lloyd? We just hire like a gay guy, <laughs> follows us around, just make sure everything's organized. That show is so good. <laughs> An assistant, yeah, maybe. That's kind of like my job right now, but well, you're, there wasn't a whole lot we could do. We used the beer koozie, uh, big I, Ziploc. I showed him the beer thing. He's like, hey. I'll make it better. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like a stitch job. It's it's actually unreal. Oh, yeah. Freaking nice. Um, Imagine what else he can do in there. He whipped that up in oh, a couple man. minutes. The amount. Like, I, don't, I, hope, I hope we don't have any, um, like, thieves that listen to our podcast. But the amount of equipment, brand new, brand new gloves, he brand new sticks. He has what he sticks. needs to he do. He has. It's like, I'm not, I've never been in an NHL equipment room. But, dude, thousands of dollars worth of gear in there like yeah i love that hundreds like of cleaves. hundreds of thousands of dollars you walk in and you're at peace you're well, just like yeah well you know what it is you and i were talking about this the other day it's the smell yeah that fresh gear smell just absorbs you as soon as you walk in the room 
That's probably half the reason you like going to like uh, sport check and pro hockey life and all that shit. You know what I mean? You feel comfortable. Yeah. It's like you said about Centennial, the smell. I can smell it without being there. I know exactly what you're talking about when you walk in. It's had that same smell. Centennial Arena for as long as we've played and lived. Yeah. Still looks the same. Oh, yeah. Same color schemes, like everything. They've updated little things here and there, like the canteen's back, which is hype, because you remember it? Way back in the day, it was like the little sliding wooden cubby. You don't remember? Oh, the back right. Yes, I remember it. Yeah. Craziness. The, uh, what, they had something really good there. The onion rings. Probably something like that. The onion rings were unreal. They had great hot chocolate. That's what I used to always get. Those free skates. Free skates? Free skates at Centennial? What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sunday nights, buddy. Wheel Central. Down on those. <laughs> Wheel Central. I remember the warm room was the hub for parent uh, parent coach meetings. Yeah, and uh, what are they called? Um, hospitality rooms. Hospitality rooms. Your the favorite. chili. Free food. The chili. <laughs> They're automatically going to the food immediately. Half the, but at the end, like I'm not saying half the reason. Don't get me wrong. I love what we're doing, but. What makes me more happier like, <laughs> than free food? Than free food. Like Nothing. when you when we go to these events, the free food that is given to you, oh, that's yeah, is 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 insane. You don't have to pack a lunch. You just show up and there's food for you. you Imagine you me? brought a lunch bag. <laughs> you brought a lunch bag with as a some, media guy with some fucking ice packs in it, keeping your tuna sandwiches cold for the day <laughs> <laughs> to the mem cup. I mean, the mem, we, the mem cup, they had great food there. Oh my God. There was like catered meals. They had tacos. And it's funny because the people that catered the, the food was, uh, the Halifax convention center. And at the time I was actually employed by the Halifax convention center. So the people serving me the food were my coworkers. So they're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> why are you eating? We're serving. Yeah. They're like, are you, why, why aren't and, you working? And you wear all black all the time. So they probably thought you were working. It's true. It was, it was a funny, that was a funny. What's our next topic? Uh, let me look at the we won't phone. Go down the How mem- about this new phone case, though? We won't, eh? go, uh, we won't go down the mem cup lane. We will, but just not. We'll do that in like 10 years. <laughs> uh, coronavirus affecting the IIHF. I don't know anything about that, but where's where are the tournaments being played? Uh, I'm not. It's like six tournaments that got canceled, so that's why uh, they're all over the why, place. Why? They have teams from like Korea? <laughs> yeah, well, there's teams from like. Is it just hockey tournaments or no? N- I think the IIHF is only hockey. Okay, I'm, I'm sure there's inter- other games International that... International Ice Hockey Federation. <laughs> oh, isn't it? Yeah, there That's you go. That's IIHF. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they got baseball. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just on the IIHF here, uh, Twitter. Um, four men's under 18 and two women's world championships affected by the cancellations. The 2020 IIHF Ice Hockey Women's World Cup and all tournaments... To be played in April and May remain on the schedule while the IIHF continues to monitor the situation. First of all, I read that incredibly. Uh, second of all, so the Women's World Championship is fine. It's just the, the under-18 tournaments that are no longer. They probably just have a wider range of people. It's my guess. Different teams from different I, places. I don't, I don't know. know. But that sucks. Yeah, obviously. Imagine preparing. Or imagine it's your first time to go, like your first appearance internationally, and you're about to suit up in your in your country's colors, and then it gets canceled. Do you hear that banging? Yeah. But no, that uh, that, that is garbage. Corona, you'd get you'd die from coronavirus because you got a weak immune system. 
That's yeah, but I heard it's like real. It's not. I have a. It's weak, but it's not really weak. Like yeah, true. Uh, apparently, they're saying it's men that are over sixty that are. Yeah, it's weak. that's weak immune systems, man. It's no different than fucking the flu. People die from the flu all the time. People die from fucking cancer. It's just the media, in my opinion. It's the media that's. I'm not saying you shouldn't be careful or you shouldn't worry about it, but. There's a lot of things that we should be worrying about that no one's fucking talking about. Everyone listening to this right now, don't listen to anything that myself or dudes are saying about the coronavirus. We are the furthest thing from experts. But you I'm wanna, a doctor. You want to know what I heard? You want to know what I? You want to know what I? You want to know what I heard? Uh, that they're thinking about doing like a citywide lockdown for two weeks because that's apparently that's how you get rid of it. So to like, where for everybody? Just in the maritime. So like no flights in, no flights out for two weeks, and everyone has to stay inside. And then that's apparently how you kill it. That's what I was being told over beers the other night. But Oh, that sounds credible. Oh, that's what I was saying. Two weeks in, you just get to chill? Fuck that. Watch The Godfather back to back to back. I'm not gonna, I would go insane. I'm not going to get paid. To yeah, but then you can work on the man cave. you got like tons of time just can't to go sit outside. There. Yeah, but you can stay on your property. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. You mean the three houses where I live? <laughs> I won't be all right. Yeah, yeah. I'll build an underground tunnel. Are you? Right you're here. not even on the grid out there. They don't even. What do you they mean? Don't, they don't 4K HD TV, but <laughs> okay. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist having a shit year. Great guy. That's a that's a shitty situation. When you think of the greats, they all have great uh, outings. Yeah. You know, Derek Jeter when he finished up, he hit that double to win the game. Uh, he, uh, who else? Michael Jordan. Jose Altuve. Oh. He had a great end. <laughs> Jose Altuve, yeah. <laughs> Cheated. Um, Wayne Gretzky, the final farewell in Madison Square Garden. I cried a What's his bit. name? Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera. The closer for the Yankees. He had his big farewell tour in every fucking stadium. Yeah. Well, you know, like the greats kind of have those moments. Yeah. and Kobe putting up 61 points in his last game. Yeah, and things like that, they kind of define you, right? Lundquist's situation sucks because he's been their guy. Brant King, if he's listening, he's going to be cringing at this and screaming at us. He's a big Rangers fan, and Timmy Boyce has always given him the gears about Lundquist on Twitter. <laughs> but anyways, it's just it's a shitty scenario, man. He's been the legend there for a while. They don't call him the king for no reason. Yeah, You know, whether it's right from off the ice onto the ice, they've never they haven't won a cup. They've gone on playoff runs, and he's been their guy. And he's just not having a great year. He's like 10 and 13 or something like that. The Rangers got off to a real slow start, though. Are they in a playoff spot right now? I think so, or they're they're fighting. I know Columbus is fighting. Toronto's like an eighth. Yeah, Florida. Florida, it's tight. Right? But Lundqvist, you got to think about it, man. He's been their guy for that long, and he's not playing right now. They're in 10th in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, so... They've been pretty good as of late, I'm pretty sure. But anyways, that sucks, man. Because you can't just play. If you're fighting for a playoff spot, you can't just play the guy that is has the yeah. number one spot in your heart. It's you true. know what I mean? Feelings don't come into play here. Like, it sucks, yeah. King Henrik, he's fucking unbelievable person off the ice. He's been their backstopper for however long he's been there. Never played on another team. They're fighting for their playoff lives, and he's not playing well. Plain and simple. So now they have this guy, Shesterkin, who's back now because he got in a car accident and like, hurt his rib or something like that. Shit. And, but he's 9-1. and one. He's a rookie. Just came up. And then they, they have three goalies right now, Georgiev. And Georgiev's like, I think, he's got 10 wins or something like that. His record's not that much better than Lundqvist. But it's when you're winning the games, not how many you win. So the big uproar is big, like disrespect and all this shit. But sorry to tell you, in this business, 
making the playoffs is everything. And if your goalie's not bringing you to the playoffs, you're not fucking playing them. It's a great game, shitty business. It's the way it is. Yeah. Think about the Penguins with Murray. He came up. Fleury wasn't doing the job. So they rolled with the guy that did. End up winning the cup. I'm not saying Fleury, he won his own cup. Yeah, but Lundqvist isn't even on the bench, I'm pretty sure. Some games. They flip-flop. Oh. But lately, it's been the two other guys. So what do you do if you're the GM right now in New York? Well, like, How do you play this out? I have no idea. Like, you can't I just down. thought he would trade him at the deadline, but that's the thing. is His value wasn't high. He wasn't like the super goalie like that was, you know, 13 and 2 and absolutely carrying the Rangers. Yeah. Then a team that's making a push is going to go, "Okay, we'll take Lundqvist right now, but if he's just having a, a below average for him year, then they're not no one's going to take a, the chance on him, right?" Do you know what I mean? But you somehow have to like write a story to end it. Like there's just no way. You just have to hope he gets hot. Yeah, but if he doesn't, then what? You just give him a job in the organization and I guess hope for the best. Like that's yeah. one of the shitty parts of upper management, though. He's gonna get like a a video tribute at Madison Square Garden, and and, and see that's done. the other part of it too. Is okay, then let him hit free agency. I don't know how many years he has left on his contract. Yeah, I think he's next year's. He's next year's his last one. I'm pretty sure. So you see, maybe a team picks him up. If not, I guess you go play in Sweden Elite League or call it a career. Do you know what I mean? Because you can't. You, but the, you want to see him retire as a Ranger, and he, like he wants to retire as a Ranger, I'm pretty sure. And everybody in New York would love him to retire a Ranger, but it's like, where do you go from here, right? Yeah. Especially with these young guns, it's a young guns game nowadays. Yeah. If that if he's nine and one, and he just came up this year, That's I'm fucking guy. playing him too. I'm sorry. Yeah. Start mentoring him. <laughs> At the end of the day, you have to think about how good of a career Lung was had. See, I want to know what he's never won like. a cup though. Nobody's won some some international stuff. Yeah. Which is always big on the resume. Yeah. But it's like, um, I don't know, man. It sucks for him. You know? I wonder how he is about it. That's my question. That's what I was just thinking is he, about. Is he on the bench helping the boys? Is he mentoring the young goalies? I, I, that's how I envision him being. He's too good of a person to sit around and sulk and bitch and complain and go to management. And yeah. If he does go to management, I can see him just being like, you know, a fr- like not a friendly, but just like a... Normal human interaction, yeah. not like trade me right fucking now and all yeah. this stuff. So I guess we'll see. That's the beauty of it as we just get to sit back and watch it unfold. Yeah. That's no, we have no ties to it whatsoever. <laughs> like you think about our problems compared to their problems. Like my problem right now is booking an Airbnb for the, for the summer. He's like, fuck, am I going to sign my 16 mil contract? <laughs> he's like, I'm only going to make three instead of five. He's already year. rich, man. Let's be real. You're not. What's our la- what's our next topic? Uh, I'm like shooting them off. Let's go. I wanted to talk about the volleyball thing that I because Canada did win that volleyball tournament and they're going to the Olympics in Tokyo this 2020. What is it? The sit down volleyball. This the paraplegic women's national volleyball tournament. It was the qualif- Canada won. Canada won. They beat Ukraine in the finals. Swept really? them. Did yeah. Canada, Canada dominate the whole time? Canada dominated the entire tournament. Was Who was inc- the next best team? Ukraine. Ukraine was very good, but Canada was just... It's incredible. Like, not even hockey. You you notice the professionalism of a Canadian athlete in any sport. Like, for example... Okay, so I'll just tell you essentially what happened. This past week, I worked um, a volleyball tournament up at Canada Game Center uh, for a live streaming company. And the, the tournament was the women's paraplegic... Is it uh, Paralympic or paraplegic? Para, yeah, fuck, I don't want to offend anyone here. She's in both. It's it's when you it's when you're missing a leg or like you're amputated or like yeah, your okay. arm. Anyways, is, continue. People but what want, is that? Is a para? 
I don't know either. Okay. That's why I'm... So anyways, it was that tournament, but it was the qualifier to go to, to Tokyo in 2020. And, you know, when you see other teams walk in, like you'll see uh, Germany walk in and they got a, a coach, like one coach, and then they got their players. And some of them have matching tracksuits, some of them don't. And then, then you'll see uh, Slovenia walk in and, you know, just they walk in, they're, they, 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 you know, they're put together, sure. Yeah. But then you see Canada walk in. Leading them into the gym is their three trainers. Behind the trainers is their head coach. Behind their head coach is, is a, a person carrying a, a, a tray of vegetables and, and Gatorade and water for the team. And then behind all that, you actually have the team coming in together. Full track suits, all matching. All same, same backpats. All the same. Just yeah. Unity, baby. It, it, it's just, it, it's incredible seeing that. And then you see the rest of the country. I'm not making fun of every, any other country. I'm just saying when it comes to the world of sports, Canada is first class through and through. Even when we went to like the TELUS Cup for the Midget yeah. uh, Nationals. For the Midget Nationals, TELUS Cup, like Hockey Canada put on an incredible event. The boards oh. were brand new. The ice was brand new. The media passes were crisp. The yeah. food was there. Everything was on point. Everything was just on point. And that's. And I, I, I only imagine it's the exact same way with, with Soccer Canada. Even though Soccer Canada is, doesn't have the best reputation, I'm, I guarantee it's first class. Oh, for sure. It, and it, it, baseball it, Canada. Baseball Canada. All the national tournaments they put on and all that shit. It was just, it was really, I, like, I didn't even know about the sport until last week, but as soon as I saw the whole team walk in with the tracksuits, the trainers, the food, the, 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 they had like a massage table. Like they just had it all. Yeah, I guess we probably have the the backing for all that stuff too, right? Like I know Canada's the government's actually really big for sport and stuff like that. So yeah. it's sweet. Some of the countries just have less budget. I guess so. I never. But it's still if you're gonna if you, there's not one person on the team that doesn't get a tracksuit, like yeah, you know what I mean. You don't yeah. you don't just not get the gear. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, one guy. Yeah, you're not good. Sorry, enough. bud. We only had twenty, and you're twenty first. So and one thing I did also notice that like there was girls that weren't playing like there was girls that sat on the bench the whole tournament and none of the girls like sulked like every time they hit they made a point they cheered yeah just as loud as the person that actually made the spike to get the point yeah. like i feel like at that level character comes into a big place volleyball is hype like that though too like you would rather have a girl sitting on your bench that has a great attitude than a, a person that's really good that has a shitty attitude that would be sitting on a bench i think you that's know? a lot of a canadian the canadian way too yeah no team wants that. No. And you're winning. Yeah. There's a lot like, to be said for that. Like, a lot of people are like, well, if you see somebody sucking or something because they're not playing or whatever, but the team's winning, yeah. they're still sucking. And you're like, dude, you're winning. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what it's about, especially at that level. Yeah. You want to win. You're not there to, to make friends. Like, it's nice to make friends and connect with other people from around the world, but when it comes down to it, you're there to win, right? Like, yeah. otherwise, it wouldn't be called qualifiers. Yeah. And it's intense. Like, you know, you're going to Tokyo for the Olympics. Like, you want to win that fucking game. You're not going there <laughs> yeah. just to, you know, have a couple beers the night before and then see if you yeah, hang win. Out with like, the, hang out with the squad. They were. It was intense. The final game, uh, no word of a lie, probably four or 500 people in Canada Game Center. Like, they got all this, the, what are they called, bleachers that, yeah. like, fold up, and they, they put it around this one volleyball court. And then, you know, 30 minutes before the game, there's a lineup out the door of Canada Game Center, people willing to pay money for tickets to come watch the finals yeah it's insane it's unreal full circle the next day i'm at smew working with the the women's team yeah and guess who is comes walking down the the side of the glass to go get a tour of the girls dressing room 
Oh, I seen that in the video. Team Ukraine. No way. So the girls that well they lost, but the next day I guess their flight got delayed or something happened, so they had time to kill. So they ended up coming to SMU to go get a, a, a tour of the rink and the university and just see our way of life. And they were there as I was filming. Yeah, the I girls. remember someone said, "Are they getting a tour of our room?" Yeah, Mary said that. Yeah, he's like, Who's, who are those people? Yeah, I guess it would have been her because she was the well, one wearing the mic. mic. But that's the best part about the mic too is that you hear other people. Yes, exactly. That's. Uh, don't picks, it, it works well. It picks up good audio. Because the people that don't think that are getting picked up on the audio, it actually picks it up. Because right. they think they can say things. And, and if then, you're closer on camera. Yeah. So. It works out even better. I like the shots when you're they're in the dressing room and you can't hear them. Or you can hear them, but you can't see them. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's when they know you're not around, they say different stuff, right? It's funny because when you put the mic on the guy or the girl, whatever, they, they, they're they not shy, but they're just they're professional. Like, oh, hey, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Oh, great. Perfect. Okay. I'll see you soon. And then you just put the headphone in and you listen to what they're actually saying they're like boys we got the mic on <laughs> and they just completely change they're like using that. all their sayings yeah. and shit yeah it's funny stuff though full circle we uh we're at 45 minutes right now we uh we actually I don't, can we talk about this the uh we can't because we haven't talked about it yet the the end of march we're we're commentating why can't we talk about it well because i know with with uh like you haven't told her she doesn't listen to this she doesn't listen to this okay well that's a big deal yeah fucking right it is dudes and i aren't really we didn't really go to commentary school no and uh we got a gig out in east hans yeah it's the junior c atlantics the east hans rice and (coughs) rice and construction penguins are hosting it at the east hans sportsplex when is it the last weekend of march last weekend of march right before uh, the the women's worlds they approached us to um First of all, get a live stream in place for the tournament so anybody who's not there can still watch the games. And that's what Belanger and I'll be doing. We'll be calling it, which is sick because we did it at the Ice Jam. And, you know, we're not professionals, but not even close. We're, we're not even in the running for it. But we're it's, good, though. It's, it's fun, though. Like, you sit there and you you talk about the game. I can't tell you the amount of times where I sit just, you know, having a couple beers with the fellas or something. And you're going, Marner, up the wing, over to the <laughs> middle. And you just can't, you can't do it with the big dogs. You know what I mean? They're yeah. so good at it. Yeah. And but now you finally get a taste of it. I remember last year we I sounded like a fucking auctioneer, <laughs> like everything. But less is more, right? Yeah. But it's gonna be fun. It's in it's in East Hans. You got the new house there now. I was gonna say you got the fresh house there too. Get the man cave going a little bit. Boys out there for the whole week. It starts on a Thursday, ends on a Sunday. So we're there. We're out there for the weekend. Yeah. It'll be a great time. Yeah. So we're doing that. So that'll be. There, I think it's like eight games, maybe ten games. Yeah. So I think uh, one team dropped out. So it might have. Dr- the, the number of games dropped but yeah, nonetheless was, we're we're really excited for it fucking right i can't wait we've uh, we've been looking forward to this month for a bit so that's yeah, a big month for us definitely right after that is the the women's and then what else are the u cups first actually yeah u cup then the junior c then the women's so things are looking up it's all gonna add up it's gonna be a good month um yeah we're good you got anything do you want to is there anything you want to say like that uh, that i don't have on my list here uh, maybe talked volleyball, talked uh, Gord, talked U Sports, talked Corona, talked Henrik Lundqvist. I did want to talk about baseball. Nah, it's just underway. Just let things unfold. I know the Astros but, are getting yeah. left, right, and center. It's Have you seen that Twitter account? What the Astros shame tour? <laughs> yeah, 
Buddy's screaming at Altuve, and then the lady's like, shut up. <laughs> Altuve's grandmother probably or something. Oh, man. And then they go back like as soon as the game's done, and then they do the post-game interview with Altuve, and they go, so what do you, you think out there? And he just goes, uh, you know, a lot of screaming, but it was good. It's good. It's, it's crazy. They've been plunked. But the best part is no one's getting hit with fastballs, really. Everyone's just throwing, like, light curveballs in on them and just sending them messages, right? It's amazing. They get plunked. Their percentage went up, like, 5% of getting hit hit per pitch by game. They're all going to make it on base. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. You're just going to K everybody else because you don't know if he's going to hit you or not. Who knows? What if they win and don't cheat? What if they win this year? How fucked would that be? How choked would the sports world be if they just legit won it? Yeah, it I would retire, one hundred percent. The year after cheating, and then yeah, win it done. legit. I'd be like, ah, I'm out. You See get you later. <laughs> I gotta give a free plug for, for Warren's though. He's a good man. Why? What did he do? He's slinging cars over at McPhee Ford in Dartmouth. He's in the, works, in the works of giving me a car right now, which is not easy to do. I can't imagine my credit's that good. Um, so yeah, if you ever need a used car, or uh, you want to go out for a quick bite to eat, Warren's is your guy over at McPhee Ford, Dartmouth. Go get your fucking used cars. Oh, he's in Dartmouth now. Yes, buddy. The big man's in town. Actually, Slinging cars left, right, and center. I get a Snapchat every third day of Warren selling a car. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm. he was doing, I mean, he does well. Everywhere in Bridgewater, he was doing well, too. But who knows where he's off to next. But anyways, McPhee Ford, Luke Warner, give him a shout if you need a car. I, uh, I do. Funny story. I was over in, uh, I was at Whiskey's a couple, like a month ago. He's grabbing a lunch, clubhouse sandwich, very good, by the way. Nogler's working the bar. No, Shorty was working the bar. He was saying the night before that Alds and uh, and Warns were in there the night before. He's tearing it up, having a good time. Slanging beers. Slanging beers. Right from cars to beers. I didn't know he moved to, I didn't know he's on this side, though, now. Yeah, that guy's a nomad. He's all over the place. Love it. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say. Uh, I don't. fuck is going on upstairs? I don't know. Justin, hi, button. Mum behind the camera. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta grow man Man, the, the that's grind. all we had but that's the grind like at the beginning sometimes you don't have a camera guy because <laughs> i'm you in just the video gotta, all right mom i need you let's go <laughs> mom press record <laughs> actually we uh we do need a camera guy for this friday we have brian coming to shoot for the advertisement side but we need a guy to actually hold this camera for uh for shooting us Oh, okay, yeah, Because yeah. his camera does that slow-mo stuff, that really cool stuff. Yeah. So we need a, a camera guy to come in to film us, like, actually in the batting cage and having a good time yeah, yeah. with that. Gotcha. So we got to find someone. But that's the thing. Like, it comes back, like, if the, if someone sends me a resume right now, it's like, okay, hey, listen, can you do want to, will you meet us here and we'll do this and I'll pay you this. Let's go. <laughs> See you later. You know what I mean? Like, we just can't offer full-time hours, but if you, uh, if you can show us commitment for part-time right now, like, yeah, well, who's to say in five years we can't pay you full-time? Welcome so. aboard. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, anyone, uh, you know, thanks. <laughs> Every One, time. You know, we love you guys. You know, we appreciate it. We know that we're just a bunch of, you idiots know, talking shit. idiots talking, but we're trying here. We're really working hard. We're trying, you know, dudes is lifting furniture fucking 36 hours a day. You know, we're, we're trying here. <laughs> 36 hours <laughs> you a day. You know, like we're giving her, <laughs> we're just grinding, but, uh, you know, life's good. It, it's starting to pay off this, uh, actually. Actually, I'm gonna let that be a surprise for the people. You'll, 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 you'll see, uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. But see anyways, you Wednesday night at Cole Harbor Place. Yeah, oh yeah, Wednesday night at Cole Harbor Place, Halifax Max Cole Harbor series is tied one one elevens. That's dudes' number, not a big. Elevens. Too bad we couldn't have a picture right now of those pitchers, the team pitchers of you with your head tilted. 
in the team pictures that I sent you today from Hurricanes. Oh, yeah. Adam Miner, bud. CV Shea looks like such a little nugget. Okay, we got <laughs> we got to end the podcast. All right, All right. we're out, guys. See Thanks. Later. See you later. <laughs> Yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's I sip the dumb peak, watching Gandhi till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes. All the words past the margin, the whole of mic I'm throbbing. Mechanical movement, understandable smooth shit that murderers move with. The thief's theme, the play me at night, they won't act right. The fiend of hip hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe. The mind activation, react like I'm facing time, like Pappy Mason with pins I'm embracing. Wipe the sweat off my dome, spit the phlegm on the streets. Sway Tim's on my beats, makes my cipher complete. Weather cruising in a six cab, a Montero Jeep, I can't call it. The beats make me falling asleep, I keep falling. But never falling six feet deep, I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. To my man ill will, God bless your life. To my people's throughout Queens, God bless your life. I trip we box of crazy bitches, aiming guns and all my baby pictures. Beef with housing police, release scriptures, that's maybe Hitler's. Yet I'm the mouth money, getting stabbed, rolling foul. The versatile honey, sticking wild, golden child, dwelling in the rotten apple. You get tackled, a court by the devil's lasso. Shit is a hassle. There's no days for broke days. We sell a smoke pays while all the old folks pray to Jesus, soaking their sins and trays. A holy water, odds against nods and slaughter Finger the word best describing my life To name my daughter, my strength My son and star will be my resurrection Born in correction, all the wrong shit I did He'll lead in right direction How you living larger, broke a charge cards are mediocre You're flipping coca, playing spit spades and strip poker It's yours, it's yours It's mine, it's mine, it's mine Whose world is this? The world is yours, the world is yours It's mine, it's mine, it's mine Whose world is this? Yo, the world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Inside a thousand miles from home, I need a new nigga for this black cloud to follow. Cause while it's over me, it's too dark to see tomorrow. Trying to maintain a flip, feel the clip to the tip. Picturing my peeps, now the ink can make my heartbeat skip. And I'm amped up, they like to champ up. Even my brains in handcuffs, headed for Indiana, stabbing women like the Phantom. The crew is lamping, big Willie style. Check the chip to smell. Plus a profile wow, stash through the flock, clothes, burning dollars to light my soul. Walk the blocks with a bop. Checking Danes plus the games people play, bust the problems of the world today. The world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours.
Long Island, yo, the world is yours. Staten 